Uncle, you're gonna have to um uh mute it because I'm going live. Okay, so thank you. I know I'm sorry. It's been um it's been you no know, quite some time that I've been away from you all, but happy new years. Listen, I want to do some house cleaning rules and um wanna step up on not my house, but I'm just gonna just just let it be. So again, happy new years for most of you all. It's towards the end of January. I recorded this in um going on to February. I, I know that I've been slacking. I mean that's hey, that's that's life, but that's no excuse. So again, happy new years to all that's that I haven't reached out to, that I haven't said happy new years. Okay. Let's get that out the way. Secondly, um I want to definitely take a moment of silence for those that's been touched by the coronavirus, by um, maybe you have lost a loved one. Maybe you have um, been, you know, sick yourself. Maybe you have been taking care of someone that's either currently going through it. If they're currently going through it, I wish them a speedy recovery. If they made it out, you know, and, and have a great bill of health, good bill of health, um, God bless you. Thank, you know, thank God for your speedy recovery. But I just want to take a moment for that. And I'm just going to take a moment for that now. All right. Because like you all, and, and thank you for you all for that moment of silence. but. Like you all, I have also been in dealing with the coronavirus. Um, personally, I have family that has, you know, been sick with it. I'm unconfirmed. I believe that I had the coronavirus back last March. Um, but again, we all know that how tested been. I wasn't able to get testing. You know, no one was wanted to, to test me and we just dealt with it in our own way. But I also have, you know, close family, friends, colleagues, um, clients that had also been struggling with it. And not to mention my mom is in the healthcare industry and, you know, she deals with it day in and day out. You know, she see patients. So we, I just want to give, you know, some some type of um, my thoughts and prayers is going out to them. All right. So how has everybody been doing? I know I've been, you know, I mean, we've been going with the flow. Um, I hope that, you, you know, you and your family has been going with the flow. That's great. And um, quarantine is a little different. Um, quarantine is, is definitely different for me. As well, look, I'm not dealing with nothing unusual that you all haven't been dealing with. I, I'm homeschooling. I have a teenager, you know, shout out to those that have more than one child. 
you know, kids, or you know, you have more than one. Um, <laughs> I don't even know what to call them right now. Beautiful angels that has been teaching us. I know mine has been teaching me. Mine has definitely been sending me through some things. Um, you know, shout out to those kids and parents, just like myself. Again, my, my podcast, but this podcast is not even mine. It's our podcast, right? That's been, um, we've been dealing with some changes. I, I had a, and, and again, those that are new to my podcast, I'm very transparent very transparent to the bitter core. I mean, unless you get in my business and you want to give me some therapy sessions, then I'm looking for you to buy me a cup of coffee or something. Then we can get into some things. However, I got a teenager, right? Um, during the pandemic, I have been gone away from you all for some time. Um, I have a teenager, as I said before, I can't express that enough, right? But my teenager, she missed, we missed graduation. We missed prom. We missed all these things that a, a, a middle schooler or in back in my day, we, we, you know, we were in junior high school that's going into high school. You know, she missed those things, but, you know, we put those things aside because we know that there's others that's, that's suffering. Uh, but I want to hear from the parents, from the grandparents, from even the teens or the kids, the siblings that, yay, we have this hoopla going on because we thought that, you know, we were going to celebrate these accomplishments, these milestones. Um, if I've been robbed out of these milestones, I'm sure you all have been too. But Shout out to the parents that has that, that are new counselors, that are new. You're new to the homeschooling situation. You know, you was a tutor. You was a tutor. We were. We were all tutors, you know, when school was open. But now we're full-time parents. I mean, not say full-time parents. Some of y'all are full-time parents, but I've always been a full-time parent. Amongst other things, you know, as entrepreneurs do. but. Or, or as stay-at-home moms do now. Don't don't get it twisted. Stay-at-home moms, I shout out to you, August. I, I have a lot of stay-at-home moms that I lean towards. I was a stay-at-home mom before I, you know, all this other nonsense. But anyhow, who? So, um, I want to hear from you all. How how are you all dealing with the transition? How are the you know, parents that's moving from that has kids in, maybe you have kids in the sixth grade in elementary that's moving into junior high school. Or maybe you're a parent that's, you know, an eighth grader moving into high school, such as myself. I'm, you know, I have, I, I am a mom that has a kid that's moving into high school. And it's, she's bugging me, mom. Well, is it, did you experience this? Where is it at? Or oh, she's getting, let's let's be honest. I mean, if we can be transparent, she's getting on my nerves. Or so are your kids getting on your nerves and saying, well, mom, what is this? What is that? You know, but my child just is like, you know, your kids out there. Um, 
it's 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 a struggle. And sometimes it's a cakewalk. Sometimes it's hey, we I don't need to hold her hand. She could get up at five, six o'clock in the morning and do her work, or she could stay, you know, she could stay up late at night um and, and get her work in. Um I, I have to admit, my my kid, she's not. You know, she doesn't struggle, but she do struggle in certain ways. So um, I don't need to hand feed her, but sometimes I need to be like, hey, Zoe, come on. That's, that's, let's get it together. If I'm up, you up. You see my laptop right here at times when I'm working? My daughter laptop is right over my shoulder and she's working with her headphones on. Or maybe that, you know, she's over her dad's house because, again, I'm very transparent that um, we co-parent. And if she's over there, we still do the video chat and the video part and all this nonsense. So I get to see if she's paying attention. And, but here's the thing. We're all parents. We... This is all new to us. We're all checking in. I know some parents listening and be like, this ain't new to me. I've been doing this. Y'all need to catch up. But some parents do need to catch up. Some parents can hang, you know, this is this is this is nothing, you know, this is nothing to them. However, you fit in, wherever you fit in, I hope that you all are safe. Definitely chime in with me. You can comment when you see this. You can look. I'm I'm always here to listen. Now, now I'll tell you. Before the pandemic, I was strict. We had. A, I mean, I'm still. What they call strict? Whatever it is, strict is. I'm I'm schedule based because my 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 life is a schedule based. During the pandemic, uh, we're not so much schedule based. How many parents are like this that they had a schedule in place? This time we eat, we get dressed, we get the kids out, we, you know, the school bus is waiting. Come home, we have the eight course meal of the week, not the eight course meal of the day. I mean, if you're that parent out there, trust me, please chime in, right? I mean, we had all these things scheduled. But listen, that's not me. But if that's you out there, let me know. I mean, I want to, um, I'll be honest with you, I'm probably not interested. <laughs> but I want to hear it. I, I, I do be, I mean, like, it's, she eats, she cooks, she cleans, shower and bathes. And how much of us are throw, thrown in the towel? Let's be honest, but that's a conversation that, I mean, that us as parents, us as adults, us as being quarantined, maybe our kids can tell us. I know my child been telling me. I know I've been like, look, let's, I'm being honest. What the heck with it? All right. So moving on, because I know there's some adults that's watching this. Like, look, we don't have any kids, fair. We just want to watch you, do, you do what you do. So I'm going to get to that. Right, so I can't say enough of you know enough of the talk of being quarantined, being made. At the end of the day, 
if you can hear me, if you're listening to this, if you're watching this, because we are on YouTube, we are on your stream and all the other social media platforms. I just want you all to be safe. Do whatever it takes. This is not a political platform by far. Do whatever it takes. And I mean, whatever it takes for you to be safe and for the next person that's next to you or that you care about to be safe. Because guess what? I'm being safe and my parents are well in their 60s. And I have to be safe for them. I just seen my grandmother for the first time in months. Wait, has it been a year? Maybe it has been. But I just seen her a few weeks ago. And I took all the safety precautions and got tested. So, you know, be saying Enough of that. All right. So let's get started. Um, this is the podcast that most of you all don't know. We are really reintroducing ourselves of um, Ask the Frugal Realtor. If you didn't know, because I didn't introduce myself, rudeness of me. I am Farah, your realtor for all things real estate. I am a licensed real estate professional in Maryland and Virginia. However, if you're looking for real estate outside of Maryland and Virginia, I have 42 friends and family in the real estate industry throughout the country and six in well, six outside of the country. So let me know what your real estate needs. I know that this is a large platform that um people, you know, want to make. So why not? All right. So I'm going to take a sip of my real estate juice. And listen, I am in quarantine. I do have my sidekick audience here that may pull up a chair and say a word or two or chime in whenever he wants to. And I also have my dog here too. So um, again, I am quarantined just like you all quarantined. Again, I, I definitely want you all to, you know, just be safe and um, snuggle up and listen. So here's the thing. It's it's a lot. Um, that we have been doing behind the scenes. You're going to see me. You see me doing this. You know that I am um, I'm kind of flipping through my notes here because um, I am, you know, not a magician where I know everything off the top of my head. So where can you listen to our podcast? You can listen to the podcast. Well, so hold on. Forget that. Forget about listening to the podcast. What is this podcast about? This podcast is about informing investors, home buyers. Maybe you own a home. Maybe you're renting a home and you want to move. Maybe you trying to relocate. This podcast is for you, right? So if this podcast is for you, then this podcast is for you. This is to inform you, educate you, make you be aware of what's going on, not only in the real estate industry. It is a bonus 
If you are listening to this podcast and you are in the D.C., Maryland, and Virginia area, because I will be giving you tips, tidbits on what's going on in our region, right? I mean, I can give you an overall generalization of the real estate market, but let's be honest, to make me credible and to give credence to um, what I'm speaking on, I will speak on a lot of things about the D.C., Maryland, and Virginia area. That, that's where I currently live. That's where I was born and raised in. So with that being said, if you're not in the D.C. area and you're listening outside, thank you for listening. Um, we have a lot of good things coming up. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get into those things before I get into some really good topics. I would be, um, we'll let you know that this show is an hour long show. We did, um, we were previously a 30 minute show, but we have a, we have a lot to talk about. We're going to come with, you know, special guests. Of course I had my sidekick at times. Um, or my sidekick just may be my dog. Um, you will see my clock. That has, you know, no bearings. It's just a damn clock. But, you know, it doesn't work. It's it's, it's going to always have this. Right? And here, so I don't, I don't want nobody. I don't want to have no problems. This is my bar. Yes, my bar is the the liquid. It's empty, but it's cute though. It, it doesn't eat. Right? So, where can you hear the podcast. The podcast is officially named Ask the Frugal Realty or Ask the Frugal Realty Podcast. You can find it on Anchor, Breaker. Look, these are names of, 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 of podcasts that's, you know, uh, places, websites, I should say, that host my podcast. Um, Anchor, Breaker, CastBox, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio, uh, Radio Public, Spotify. So it's the thing. If you're a fan of Anchor, you know that um, Spotify has bought Anchor, so they're one in the same. So if you re, you know, viewing the podcast there, you're you're gonna you're gonna hit my dog off. I don't know why he's barking. He just barking. Right. So if you're watching this on Yard Stream, we are new to Yard Stream. Thank you, Yard Stream. We we still got a lot to build out with Yard Stream because again, we are new to Yard Stream. Um and YouTube. You can definitely catch us on YouTube and all these podcasts, um, where these places that you can watch us at. Um, you can play us back, back and forth. Um, we're now uh, again, we're on our Facebook pages, um, DMV Moving Solutions. You can see us on there. You can also see us on Farrah Sale Homes on Facebook. Um, Farrah Sales Homes, and we're on YouTube, Facebook, as well as Instagram. Um, we have two private groups moving to Maryland. And moving to Virginia. 
Now, if you're interested in moving to either of those states, maybe you're in those states. You're not necessarily moving to Maryland or Virginia, but maybe you just want to relocate to another um, city or town, then definitely do a search for those groups. Um, and, and then, you know, find us on there and you'll, you'll find so many, you know, different articles, videos, um, homes for sale, homes for rent, you know, you, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to buy a home in Virginia. I just want to, you know, rent a home in Virginia, or maybe you're an investor or a home owner that wants to place their home for sale or for rent, for rent by owners, have a way. Find those, you know, you you, you can find those, um, those, ooh, did I just pop my mouth? Mm, so I'm becoming to me. You can find those um, groups on there. They're for you, they're for you to explore. Business owners, we welcome business owners. If you are a business owner anywhere in the country, you have a viable business or you are a resource. You don't have to be a business in Maryland, D.C. or Virginia. You can be a business in Timbuktu. You can be a business in Wichita, Kansas. Um, definitely, if it's a good business that I think or that we think, and it's not just me running this. Look, I can't take credit. I am the worst, I will tell you. I cannot take credit for this, but I am the worst spokesperson. <laughs> I will tell you, but I, I, I'll get the information out. I'll get the word out. Um, it's a whole team behind me, behind this. I don't do it by myself. I'm just the voice, the one that, you know, Somebody said, fair, you should do it. Actually, it is your name, so you should do it. And I fought them tooth and nail. So I'm doing it. And um, well, I'm divorced. I'm not the one that actually that's just doing it. So, but if you have a business that you think it's worthy that you want to be on any of our pages, reach out to us. Um and that we won't, you know, the the team, they'll go through, they'll put you, they'll, they'll get it out there if, if it fits for our clientele or for someone that's listening. Absolutely. Um, with that being said, let's take a moment. Let's, um, let's, let's jump into our topic. I don't know where you are, but where I am, it's in a, we're in the middle of winter. We're in the middle of, uh, of a pandemic. It's still, it's still a pandemic. So let's let's jump into homeowners, renters, investors, um, future homeowners. Let's get into how you can protect your home during the winter. All right. So we're going to go on mute here. And we're not even on mute. We're just gonna um, take a take a moment of our realtor juice, and we'll be back.
All right. So we're definitely not finished with the housekeeping and what's new. Um, what's new, what's different for Theracell Homes or um, the Frugal Realtor. We're not finished with that, but I just want to jump into our topic. Before we close out, we're going to continue to add on to what's new to us. All right. So once again, um, I'm no magician here. You're going to do pages because that's what we do here. They gave me a whole bunch of pages to, you know, just to go off of. And we're going to jump into it. So if you all are hearing this, seeing this, you're probably seeing snow. You're probably seeing sleep, rain, whatever precipitation it is, or not even see that. You're just probably cold as hell. I'm, I mean, I am. That's why I got the scarf on, and that's why the heat is running, and that's why the bottles are empty. <laughs> not because of me, but the bottles are empty. So um, let's go into, you know, simple ways to just even delegate jobs out to other people, or chores, let's say chores, right? If you're a homeowner, if you're a renter, if you're a renter, you still have to take care of that home. Um, My renters out there, rather if you're renting an apartment, a condo, a townhouse, a single family home, but 18 acre land with the beautiful home on it. You still have to take care of it. Um the the best renters I will say is 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 to overdo. When I say overdo, I mean really take care of that home as if it's yours. Yes, you just rent it. You could just be like, look, the hell with it. I'll be honest with you again, we're you know we're all transparent here. Say, you know, the heck with it. But the best renters also always become homeowners. So why not practice now, right? Practice now, become the perfect renter so that you're prepping yourself to be a homeowner. Those that are homeowners, you're living in your home. Maybe you forgot some of these things. Um, and and um, look, look, let's be honest. I told you I'm always transparent because I'm living this with you. I am a, I, I rent right now, but I bought three homes before. Some of these things, it was a shock to me. I, oh my God, I never, I never did these things. Other things, I, I you know, other times, yeah. But now, and I'm a renter now. I'm, I'm lazy. I don't, I don't have to do these things. But I know that I have to do these things once I own a home. And again, I will share with you all my journey. Every single week that I come on, I will share with you my journey of becoming a homeowner again. I will share with you my journey as if this homeownership that I'm going on is new. Although it isn't new, but I will share with you as if it's new. All right, so let's jump into it. Again, you have to um, do some things, prep your home throughout the winter. Um. Because if you don't, you're going to have something on your hands. So why not take care of your home in the winter before the spring? Or why not take care of your home before, you know, it's 
is pretty much going to be your loss or you're going to your loss, your money, you know, your problems, your bills. So let's jump into it. When the winter comes, we know that or, or the before the winter, you know, pre winter prep, there are some things that we want to do. Well, guess what? When you hear this podcast, when you see this podcast, we're not we're not pre-wintering right now. We are dead smack in the winter. Right? All right. First thing. We are doing, you know, inside and out, outside and in. These things are mundane to you, but let's do it. So we won't have to um do it when it comes time to sell your home. Maybe you're selling your home in the wintertime. Maybe you're selling your home in the spring, summer, or fall. Guess what? This is the winter. Why not? Look, go in the bathroom. Check your sagging um, towel racks, your sagging toilet paper racks, or your sag any other racks in your bathroom. Check them. Shower heads. If they're set, if they if they're sagging, check them. Um, screw them. You know, uh, check the screws. Maybe you want to unscrew them. Look, look around for leaking water or, or leaking. You know, um, dry rotted. It it could be dry rotted. Uh, wall. I can't even think of what you call a wall. Look, I'm I'm not a home repair person. Drywall. Check your drywall. <laughs> Look, I'm not winging this, but I'm just saying. Listen, any sagging racks, the only thing, go to your neighborhood home repair place or your home shop. If you notice, well, I never promote a a home a, a retail store i'm not going to promote a retail store unless they helping me out in my business on this podcast if they're not if they're not a sponsor then i'm not promoting them um but go to your neighborhood retail store where they sell dry rolls anchors screws and all that stuff and just just go around the you know just go around your bathroom and just check Anything that's loose, you know, get some new screws, get some new anchors, get some new drywall, and, and just repair. That's it. Honestly, um, paying attention to sagging towel racks, wobbly paper towel, paper, you know, toilet paper holders, um, toothbrush holders. That's a minor. That honestly, they are minors. You can get um, it's a thing that's called Easy Anchor. You can get the Easy Anchor for a few bucks from your local hardware store. That's the name I was looking for. Hardware store. See, I'm looking down at my notes. I'm looking up at y'all. Looking down at my notes. Looking up with y'all. But um, so that's one thing. The next thing um, you know, going around your house. Remember, we're dealing with the winter time blues and things that you can actually work on inside the house 
why it's snowing, why, why, you know, prepping your house for the spring and summertime, basically. And again, you got my look, I got a chihuahua. I can't move the camera towards my chihuahua is definitely going to be barking, okay? So I have uh you know squeaky door hinges. Squeaky door hinges, it's it's really easy. If you open up a door hinge, or whatever, whatever sound they make, if they don't make that sound, excuse me. Whatever sound they make, you know it's squeaky, you know buyers, future homeowners do not want to hear that. Now is the perfect time, guys. Change it. Seriously, change it. Uh, the door anchors, hangers, whatever they call. They're about, or, or it could be like the gum, the whatever, 2.3 gram gum. Two is what my what my note's saying. I'm like, what the heck is this? Whatever the hell. Look, put it on the wood, change it out. Maybe you need to change the whole entire frame. This is the time to inspect all your doors for the and Maybe it just need to be that little anchor, you know, that, that little anchor thing. Maybe, again, I'm a realtor. I'm a mom. I don't know what the heck that is. Um, contact your nearest, you know, your, your contract. Contact them. I don't, I don't know. But any of um, change it. Go to your local hardware store and start it. My hardware store, local hardware store, I don't own a hardware store. Or your favorite guy, Mr. Google. How you doing, Mr. Google? Because we, you know, we love him. We always look up this mask. Um, it's about $2. If you get it in some type of other store. Probably it could be 99 cents. Look, I'm I'm frugal. I told them that my name is Frugal. Frugal Fair, right? Um, so you can you can look that up. You can see. All right, let's go to the next one. Okay, so it's saying stop creaking floorboards. Really, when you walk the eh, eh, but that dang that dang that sound again, right? I don't know what your floorboards are doing, I'm saying, but if it ain't doing like the other 10 floorboards. Check it out. Have somebody that's a knowledgeable wood, wood. Maybe you have wood. If you have vinyl floors or if you have heated floors, check it out. But a creaky board sounds like something of a wood type of thing. I'm just saying. So, um, I mean, if it is, again, get a floor specialist. Go to your local hardwood store and... Check it out. You know, we can have a conversation about these floors. These floors, here's, it's carpet lovers. Carpet lovers. If you're trying to, if you're renting and your landlord allows you to change the carpet, make sure you get it in writing. I'll be honest with you. Change the carpet of your choice. But again, all everything needs to be in writing if you are renting. If you are a homeowner and you have carpet, carpet is your best option, regardless of who you listening to this to. Carpet is your best option. Um, my opinion, I have carpet right now. Again, I'm in an apartment, but 
I dislike coffee. I probably do. Um, all my houses always have hardwood floors. I, I just I just like hardwood floors. My next house that again I'm shopping for my next house with you all too. Um, you know hardwood floor sales. I, I in my opinion, this is Farrah's opinion. Okay, hardwood floors you get the best value. Copy you do too, but uh, my opinion. And when I say my opinion with me actually sold several homes of my personal own, hardwood floors boosted the bottom line. Um, probably part of it, but hardwood floors was a plus. And when I'm shopping for a home, I'm again I'm in a market too. In the market of shop, I'm looking for homes now for me and my daughter, my 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 chihuahua, um, and I'm definitely looking for hardwood floors. So, again, with the creaky, um, you know, with the creaky floors, definitely look under all your ceilings. You know, look behind the tallest. You know, shut off the valves. Make sure that there's no water going underneath it. Um, and then again, um, you know, the washer and dryer just, just, it doesn't take much to, if you don't know what you're doing, such as myself, I don't know what I'm doing. I, I will call in and, you know, just be like, Hey, I want to inspect out here just to see what this creaking noise coming from. You don't want it to be any water building up. You don't want it to be the foundation. You don't want it to be any of that. So just, yeah, just, it, it doesn't hurt. Trust me. I don't care if you're not even selling the home. If you're in the home, you don't want a larger damage than what it could be. Stop the, you heard him say, stop the bleeding. Stop the bleeding now. Minimize your damage. Minimize the money that you have to spend. That's just me. That's beyond. Right. All right. So repairing the blister paint on the shower, you know, on the shower ceilings. So one bathroom, perfect. Two, three, four bath. So the blister shower, you know how a blister come on your skin, right? Or or whatever. You know what a blister look like. We, you know, we're not too young to not to know what a blister look like. So, um, you know, expect the blisters in the shower. It comes from moisture, you know. These are the area with a lot of heat, you know, and moisture rises and stress the paint finishes. Um, I don't know what's the perfect paint finish. To stop the the blisters uh, or to stop the bubbles, the, their bubbles. You see in my head like that because you know they're, they're the bubbles in the cellar, right? Um, maybe if you can scrape off and repaint it, but paint it. You know, also be sure that you have the perfect ventilation. I don't want to say the perfect ventilation. Make sure you have proper ventilation. I don't even want to say with proper ventilation. I don't know what the heck is proper ventilation for the ceiling um, so there won't be bubbles or blisters in. Seek help. 
I have that in my basement. I mean, dang, my basement, my bathrooms. I don't know. I'll tell you what I do. This, 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 it may not work for you, but this is what I do. I leave my, oh, first and foremost, I don't have a window in my bathroom. If you have a window in your bathroom, if there's speaking from experience, I always want windows in my bathroom. Wherever I buy a house. I mean, that that's, that's what I see for. That's always, that's what I always had in the past. So not to say that that's going to solve the problem, but for my preference, I like windows in my, in, in my bathroom. I'll tell you why. Again, my my dog just doing his own thing. Come on, his name is Danny. So you hear me say, "Come on, Danny, come in." Right. So, if to me, the reason why I love the preference of having a window in a bathroom is because my the window, um. It, it allows moisture in. I love the sunlight. Um, it, it, it uh, to me, I think the the blistering in the ceiling it alleviates that. The mold builder it alleviates it. Uh, at least to me, I could be wrong. If you are a plumber out there, if you know more than what I know, absolutely, then that you know, chime in. But um, I I just I'm I'm just. Oh, I'm just obsessed with having a window in my bathroom. Um, of course, I'm renting out again. I'm I'm very transparent, so um, I don't have a window. So in my case, if you're like me and you don't have a window in your bathroom, leave for me. I leave my um. My my vent on the fan on that's in your bathroom. I leave it on twenty four seven seven days a week, and I leave the door open too. Of course, if the bathroom is in usage, then you know close close the bathroom, close it, close the door. Um, I I just leave the bed. You know, I leave I I just leave the door open when it's not in use. Um. Or if it's not in you, you know, if someone closed the door, that's fine. I, I leave the, um, you know, the ceiling, the ceiling fan, the ventilation open. I always cut that. If you have a switch and you have a, a ceiling fan or vents in your bathroom, I've always leave it open. That's just me. I just always, I, I just do. Um, and if that doesn't work, I absolutely, you know plumber, someone with some experience tell me. But um have paint your bathroom with high quality paint. Um high high moisture or antifungal, antibacteria paint, anti anti these paints out here that's on the market, they are so high tech. They're not our mom and dad paint. So definitely um, paint it. And if you have, um, maybe you're someone that loves, um, what do you call that? Uh, it is escaping me right now. If it's not paint, is 
it's the graphic things on a wall. I can't even think of what it is, but um, definitely get rid of the excessive um, moisture. Um, wallpaper, that's what it is. Wallpaper. I'm not sure about wallpaper. Maybe I'm sure wallpaper has came a very long way. But again, at the end of the day, just get rid of the excess um, moisture in your bathroom. Um, and if you have any ideas in anything that I can use, anything that I can pass on to my readers, my listeners, my whomever, um, feel free to reach out to me because I will share it. Okay. All right. So the next thing I'm going to talk about in the winter months that you can do in your home, replace, refix, remove any um, carbon monoxide or smoke detector, you know, if you can, if you want to replace the batteries, if you want to replace the carbon monoxide system that you use itself, if you want to upgrade um, the smoke detectors, that's fine. But definitely check all smoke detectors, carbon monoxide, even radon too. If you're in our area, um, uh, Montgomery County sticks out to me, Montgomery County, Maryland, and other counties, radon is huge. Um, when I say radon is huge, meaning that radon is, you do need to have that certified and you do need to make sure um, that that's all taken care of. So get your radon up to par, radon detectors, um, smoke detectors, and carbon monoxide. And if you're living in any other region, definitely go to your um, your general government to see what other areas that you need to be on the lookout for and update, upgrade those. Make sure you change the batteries. Make sure you, even if you have it on your app, I'm a big I'm a big fan of apps. But guess what? We may change it on our phones on our apps, but we may not physically do the change. So. Make sure you check out both. Another thing to test all GFCI outlets. What is GFCI? Now that's that's something that may be a new term to some, but a familiar term to others. So it's ground faulted circuit interrupters, right? So I mean, so basically. Those are those little, those, the plugs, or those, that the plugs? No, the, it's not the plug. The plug is a the plug. They're the, are they the plugs? What'd you say, those, the plugs? GCFI, GFCI. They're not the plugs. They're, they're the sockets. That's what they are. They're the socket that's maybe in your kitchen. Bathroom, these new homes have it all, all, you know, all around the house. And they're the ones where you may see two buttons that you need to press, right? Maybe a button is green, maybe a button is red, maybe you know, they're all, you know, sorts of places or things. Um, so basically do a check for those. It's it's a it's a gadget that you can buy at your local hardware store. And you can plug it in to make sure, basically to make sure that your socket 
isn't faulty. Faulty socket burn homes, burn down homes, the bottom line. Um, so you want to always make sure that they're working. GFCI outlets, they're, they've been out for some time. People, I mean, we all have them throughout, but we don't even know what the heck they do. We don't even know what they what, what GFCI stand for. Ground fault circuit interpreters. That's what they stand for. It's it's some ways is good. I mean, technology has caught up. Um, depending on where you live at, you may have a old system of it. You may have a new system of it, but guess what? If you go to your local hardware store, remember, I'm not promoting any local hardware store, but your local hardware store, it is what it is, whether if it's a big box, small box, intermediate box, it's a box, okay? Um, a tester probably run you 10, honestly, it's about 80 bucks for those high-tech ones. but um. I have a, well, I don't have a test that I want to recommend, but look at, look um, to your hardware store and it may be a, a self-test GFCI tester that runs about 20 to 30 bucks. Um, you can, you know, see, and you can manually test your sockets. And it, it is good because guys, I mean, Christmas, the holidays are past us if you're watching this, right? So, and thank God if you move through the holidays and there's, there's nothing wrong with your um, sockets, but this is a good time. In my mind, I want to say, <laughs> please forgive me, but in my mind, I want to say why hell is freezing over because it's so cold out here. But while winter is here, test your sockets. Point blank. All right. So another thing, clean your exhaust filter or change, clean, change, remove, replace your exhaust filters over your oven. And this look over the the filters over your 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 dryer. Your filters over anything a part of the house that deserves that that requires a filter. Let's be honest. I mean, there's there's nothing like a clogged filter. I I tell you this one funny story. Not a funny story because it was it's crazy and it probably cost me money. Um, I'm washing clothes. I'm hearing something in a dryer. I'm hearing. I know what I'm hearing. It's not. It's, it's, it's not clothes being dry. It was daggone birds, right? <laughs> they had got into the vent. I'm not going to say the county that I was live, living in at the time, but they wanted to charge me so much money for the Humane Society or, or, or whatever, whoever come out. They, I, my, Husband at the time already got out two birds, right? Mind you, we're not even talking about the birds or the crap that I'm hearing. That's in, not the crap for y'all, you know, animal lovers. But the birds that I'm hearing or the animals that I'm hearing in my dryer while my clothes are being spent. 
um, you know, spinning around in the drive. So at the end of the day, the animal folks came out, the government came out, and they charged us $300 to get the nest out, get the eggs out, get the birds out of the holes. And it was, it, it was, it was quite a feat. And I was shocked. So that being said, and, and honestly, we, we probably didn't clean out our dryer holes in about two years. <laughs> two years, yeah. So, um, yeah, just clean, clean your holes. Clean, you know, replace all your filters. Ever since I, that was my lesson, you know, that I, my hard, expensive lesson that I learned. I do it every six months. Some people do it every year. It doesn't cost a lot to change it, honestly. And it's good to change it because it is. It could be holes in the tubes that you change, holes in the filter. You know the mess that's getting in your home, circulating around your home. So it it it, it could be worth it. Um. I, again, I, I don't want to, all because I don't want the liability. I don't want to give into the, um, the brand that I use the, but, but they're sold all around, um, your, your local hardware store, call a professional, get it inspected too. Absolutely, get it inspected. I mean, I can. I would love to hear. I want to. I want to hear from homeowners, renters, investors, whomever you are out there. I want to hear you tell me about whatever animals that got, you know, into your home that that caused havoc that made you change, you know, your your ventilation, your 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 hose. Your your drain holes, your tube holes, you know. So and and I mentioned drain holes. So definitely, um, drain holes. You know, not only include the dryer, but they include your dishwasher. They include your ice maker. They include anything that you see cracks or drips in. Change it. I honestly, change it. Right. So the next thing. Um, and, and these things, let me tell you, these things are no-brainers, but guess we forget about them. Life, life happens. Shoot, I mean, we're in the midst of a pandemic. Life happens. So why not? If life happens, we're going to stay on top of everything? No. Me? I'm dealing with a 14-year-old. I'm dealing with my own crisis here. I'm dealing with... What we going to eat? What we going to do? What we going to, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just dealing, I'm dealing with my parents. So these things are no different from what you're dealing with, but these are things that slip through the cracks, you know? So with that being said, the, the one thing that slipped through the cracks, we're all on them, we use them time and time again, is our electrical devices, you know? our electronics. But guess what? We don't pay attention to our cords that we use until they go bad. You know the cords that we use? They 
and cause fires. They can prevent fires if we're using the right cause, right? So why not? I tell my daughter all the time, do not go to bed with that extension cord in your in your on your bed. You know, let let our computers breathe. Always have your computer and your cell phone. And I'm a victim of it because my cell phone is sometimes in my bed with me, right? Always have your your um computer on a flat service. Always have your extension cord on a flat, breathable surface. We have to, y'all. I mean, look. Check them. If they bad, they bad. All right. So if you want more of these things, um, I will post them. You can check out the article. Um, I'm always give props out to whoever done sent me this article out. Um, things from Home House Logic. House Logic, you can check out all the articles that they have. Um, I do uh Jean Hover, she's the article, she's the author of the article. So check it out, but it would be a link to that article. Um, keeping up on our home theme, winter theme, but I'm gonna give a drink to our realtor, <laughs> our realtor special mate. All right. Again, you're going to hear my dog. That's fine. He's the man of the house. Right. So sticking with our winter theme here, let's go on how to protect our pipes. Again, this is useful for if you are a homeowner, if you are an investor. If you are out here searching to buy a home, look at the home of how, how the homeowners are protecting their pipes. If you are a renter, you know, take that extra amount. It is, I'm not going to say it's your responsibility to um, protect the homeowners' asset. The pipes is one of their assets, but the pipes is your asset too. So, protecting their asset will go a very long way for when you, because you're not going to always rent. You're going to be like, shoot, I'm tired of renting. Let's keep it honest. Again, I'm renting, but I am going to protect my assets too. And my assets is part of this house. So let's all protect it, right? I mean, different renters, have their own different perspective. I'm open for that different perspective, but guess what? If you're not gonna, you know, protect with your where you're living in and where you're living at, holler at me, holler at your local real estate professionals, and let's start owning. Then maybe you'll protect, you know, your access, what you want. I'm gonna take a drink of our realtor G. All right, so tricks to protecting your pipes inside and out. These are not, I don't want to say these are tricks. 
remember, this is the podcast of the Frugal Realtor. I'm going to give you my frugal tips on how when I was a homeowner and then when I move into my next home, how I will protect my pipes because we're talking about, you know, um, I'm going to give you five tricks to keep your pipes from exploding in the winter. Right? All right. So again, I already told you, you know, if you're living in an area where you experience in winter, you're going to get cold and freezing pipes. That's a must. That's always that's always a given, right? If you're not, I'm, I'm looking to invest in another in another area because I'm tired of being cold. At the age of where I am, what I am right now, I'm over the cold. I'm over it. I'm looking to do maybe four or five months in one area, in a, in a warm climbing area, and then coming back to the D.C. area and do the rest of the year. Because we don't, I mean, lately we, we haven't had bad, you know, a bad winter, but it's cold. It just got cold, let's be honest. It just got cold. But it's snowing. I'm, I'm tired of it. It's snowing. It's snowing. So, all right. So, let's go over. Um, let's go over the uh, how to keep your pipe safe from bursting. Right, again, I got my paper here. I don't know this crap by heart, but I but I know what it looked like, and I know what I've been doing, right? All right. So turn off your faucets. It's it's easy said and done. Some people wash their cars year round. Nothing wrong with that. Just turn it off. But turn it so so. My whole thing is well, this this is me in, in any professional out there chime in right when the temps drops and you know into the freezing digits we all know the freezing digits um you know you kind of want to keep the water moving both inside and out so just keep the keep keep to me i was told turn it off but keep it keep keep the water flowing Again, my I I, sh- I should have you know when I did this this episode here, I should have said you know I, sh- I should have got a local plumber. All right, so I'm gonna read from here. All right, there's no need to waste gallons of waters. Aim for about five drips per minute. You can keep the water moving, but just not moving flowingly as you would keep it during the spring and summer months. Again, I am not, I'm not a plumber. So um, to me, in my experience, I've always kept the, um, the water, you know, the it on but not but not flowing like that. Hey uncle, they can hear you. They they can hear you. All right, I'm back. So 
My next tip is, and, and I had this before because I, I had an old house. I, I owned an old house before. Um, if you got pipes in your walls, um, where your cabinets are, open up all your cabinets. You know, I used to open up my cabinets, my pantry, you know, just so that the heat can move through and can all and can still um warm the pipes up so you know through the walls they won't and through the ceilings they won't they won't freeze um and again everything that i'm saying consult your local plumber consult your local hardware store consult your local professional that that's like that that's the best thing that i can do um to give you Wrap your pipes. Wrap your pipe. Um, outside pipes, inside pipes of your pipes is wrap, wrap them with whatever you have. It again, I'm the frugal realtor. Wrap them whatever you have that's available to you. Um, if you cannot get to your local hardware store. Wrap them with some old, with some clothes, with some towels. I be, I be honest with you. You know, um, you can use gloves. You can use clothes. I'm just look. Wrap them with warm towels. Might do the trick. You could cover them with towels first, and then pour boiling hot water on top. Um. I'm I'm just reading from what many of the professionals are saying. To keep your towel, your pipes warm, use a simple old-fashioned blow dryer. I never tried the trick, but guess what? If I see ice or any type of, you know, buildup or, you know, anything ice buildup on my pipes, I'll use anything. And ice is a warming mechanism. I mean, and you know, it, it's heat. So why not? So why not use a blow dryer, use a use a heat gun, use use whatever it takes. Remember, the pipes, the water, the pipes are the, you know, part of the livelihood of your home. Again, rather if you renting investing, homeowned, or even looking for the home. These are the things, the tools, the, the, you know, the things that you need to be equipped with, the knowledge that you need to be equipped with to save your towel, save your towel, to save your pipe. So always, can always consult your local plumbing, your local heating, cooling, plumbing, whatever you want to call it. While you're seeing those commercials on TV during these winter months, you can put them out of business by protecting yourself. That's all I'm saying. And what we're experiencing now, winter come around every year. Why not get in a routine of doing what you need to do? That's it. I have another one. 
shut off the water if pipes are frozen. That's true. All your hookups, you know, prevent more water from filling in the system by shutting it off. Fine. Here's it. Fine. If you don't know where your where your shutoff valves are, you need to make it your business to find out where they are now. That is the honest to God truth. I mean, I can tell you plenty of stories from when I was left in the house by myself or when my daughter was like, Mom, it's water everywhere. What's in this? I can tell you all of that. Fine. Walk your kids around. <laughs> this may be crazy. You are, if removing it, any type of place. I don't care. If you are in a home, Walk your kids around. Tell them, show them what a shutoff valve is. At, at the 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 80 something, or a teenager, and if you don't know where your shutoff valves are, it's disaster. I'm 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 trying to tell I'm we're not we're not even gonna get in the story. Call me if you want to know my story. Share your story with me because I don't I don't give a damn what my shuttle vows are. I mean now I do, but then I, I promise you I didn't. Now it's the livelihood of me. And it's the livelihood of my 14-year-old where she needs to know what every shuttle vow is. Guess what? Speaking of shuttle valves and bathrooms and pipes, because we're in the wintertime, but let's talk about every day. Let's be real. Those that you that have kids, forget kids. If you are a human being that's breathing and it's experiencing some of the adult-like activities or human-like activities, you flush something down the drain. That's why if you're living in an old house, honey, you don't want to put, you want to get it out of that toilet or get it out of that drain. What you got to do? First and foremost, you, you probably want to get it out yourself, plumb it out, plunger it out, stick a bag in, dig up in there and get it out, shut off the valve, or cost you some money. Maybe I could tell you some horror stories <laughs> that in, it involves some feminine products, that involves some toys, that even involves some lipstick. <laughs> oh, your shuttle valve your, is your livelihood. And when I say that, I mean there's no kid and no bull involved. Trust me. It, I, I I can't. I'm I'm gonna move on because we, we 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 can get into again. This you're gonna get um a link to this um what is this thing to this article. This is from my favorite resources, House Logic, and my girl Jamie. So you're getting you're getting a link to it. That's all I have for you all right now. 
Um, again, let's, I can't, I don't know how we take a break. Let's take a break, but let's, you know, devil into our realtor's truth or our knowledge truth. Um, some upcoming exciting things. I told you where you can, um, see the app, you know, uh, the podcast. Um, if you haven't noticed, I'm so nervous. I'm like super nervous, but guess what? That is not going to stop me from bringing you all this knowledge. Um, a lot of new things have came across that I am doing. Um, one of the things I am doing, if you go to our Facebook page and see one of our Facebook ads, um, my Facebook page is Farrah Sell Homes. You, you'll see tons of our Facebook ads, whether if you're looking for a home, renting a home, um, selling a home, looking for down payment assistance, any of that, um, we want to hear from you. If you have any any products or services, we definitely want to hear from you. Uh, reach out to me, email, text, call me, send smoke signals, bird chirps, whatever the case may be. Going out Twitter pitch, whatever the case, we definitely want to hear from you because your voice deserves to be heard. Um. We're getting to come out with some merchandise. Uh, and the one thing is we we realize that there are people in our community that is hurting right now. There are people in our community that need us, that need the community to be involved. So I'm looking to raise some money. Um, to feed a family, uh, a local business owner, they, you know, they fed, um, wanted to pitch it and feed a family uh, for the Thanksgiving. Um, and I want to expand that. I want, so I am hopefully in the next coming weeks. Um, so basically the plan is I have already partnered up and I, I was going to say it in, you know, when it all come together, but I'm so excited. I know you can't, you can't tell the excitement on my face, right? I partner up with a local food bank where we are going to feed local families. That's in need. This is, this is a hard time where people are in need. And again, I'm a local realtor that likes to help the community that is in the community. Um, so we're coming up with a fundraising effort. Um, it's going to be small as it was not going to be small because my area is not small and the families are in need. So when I get the information out to you, I'm looking for uh, my listeners, my readers. Um, so to donate, I am definitely going to donate um, where we're feeding the local family. Um, if you're interested in helping me, um, feel free to reach out to me. Um, I, I know that we're going to 
um, in the future, and probably the next week or two, we're going to design some t-shirts, and from that fundraiser for every t-shirt that's been so funds are going towards the feeding the family. All right. Um, so I'm signing off here. Thank you so much for listening to the Frugal Realtor. Yes, we have gone over an hour, but guess what? This is our platform, our platform for the community. So we are looking to go over. We're, we're not constrained by anyone or anything. So this is from us to you, from you to us. Pour in so we can pour out. All right. Um, I'm signing off. Thank you so much for listening to Farah, the frugal realtor, the realtor for all your real estate needs. Um, find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. My name is Farah, not Sarah, but Farah. And I wish you guys luck, much peace and blessings. Please be safe.